CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community. Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. All right, episode 47. We're almost at 50. <laughs> Before we started, Wendy says to me, are you actually going to start it with, did you ever think that we would get to 50? <laughs> no, no, that is not what happened. This is what happened. You started doing your little episode 47. Did you ever think? And I said, don't say that now. You got to wait till we hit record. You <laughs> oh. had, that's what happened. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's a very short term memory. <laughs> you started it. Well, point being is that we're almost at it. At 50 episodes, which is pretty awesome. Like, did you ever think we got that far? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if I was ever really thinking about it at all. I just, we just knew it was something we wanted to do and carry on through with. I love it. We're having lots of fun. Um, which kind of like brings us to today's episode is going to be a great topic. We're talking about the the Broadway beatdown. So I, I almost said it. I, I say it every time. Highway nine throwdown. And I'm just like, are you doing the throwdown? And I'm like, they don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's so ingrained for five previous runs of the event as the highway nine throwdown. And so changing the name is causing quite a bit of distress. Yeah. But Broadway beatdown because we're relocated and had to revamp the branding for it. And that's okay. I'm excited. Like putting together the plans. We were just doing it earlier this week and yeah, I love this time of year. Like I like the planning. I love as stressful as the execution of it is. I just love watching it all go down. Like it's such a, I don't know. It's just like a, a cumulative weekend of like two months of some extreme planning. And I don't know. It's so rewarding. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I agree. It is a lot of prep and work leading up to it but when you watch it all play out it is very very cool and each year we get bigger like we take one more step further into challenging ourselves and what we can accomplish and i think we also get like better and more efficient at what we're doing too so yeah that's always cool yeah we even said that in our planning process like <laughs> it all feels pretty easy now because it's it's just an execution of a checklist basically yeah that checklist has been refined year after year but so I'm pretty excited. So what is the bridge? Oh. oh boy. That's taking you back to your days. Wow. That's like circa 2013. Oh boy. Broadway beatdown. Yeah. Tell us about it. What uh, is it? So annual competition and CrossFit competition that we hold um, every year, usually around September. Um, started out as the Highway 9 Throwdown because we're located on Highway 9, but we're now on Broadway. So obviously the name change. But easily Eastern Saskatchewan's best com CrossFit competition. And I'm not just biased because it's my own gym, but like I've competed at a lot of competitions and all around the continent too, not just like in yes. Saskatchewan. Like I've done my fair share. Somebody asked me how many I've done. And I mean, I, I don't know. I don't keep track, but I've done a lot. Yeah. So I utilized all those years to try and like put together some of the best things I've seen and some of the things that I hated about competitions and over all that experience brought ours 
And yeah, I think ours is one of the best run ones I've ever been to. Um, so gather, you know, probably about 200 athletes over the course of the weekend. So ours is taking place September 25, 26 this year. And, you know, they all bring their gym posses with them. So the spectator crowd is going to be huge, which will be so good after the year we've had, you know, mm-hmm. to bring everybody together. Um, over the course of the weekend, they'll complete five workouts. So three on Saturday and two on Sunday. And then if they're in the top four of each division, they'll hit a final workout also. And then obviously the winners take home some sweet prizes and yeah, it's just all around a fun opportunity to bring together the CrossFit community and collective. And yeah, I just, I, the atmosphere is electric. Like it's unlike anything you've ever been a part of, you know, forget playing sports and and doing things like that or forget the open as electrifying as the open was, this is multiplied by like, yeah. So I'm super pumped. Um, so what is different this year compared to previous years? Cause we have made some changes. Yeah. We brought in a whole new division. So we're going beginner level, intermediate and RX level. So more advanced, um, athletes. We're also bringing in a different like gender division too. So we're going female, female teams of two, male, male teams of two, and then female, male teams of two. I'm pumped for that one. Yeah. And actually it's been it's created a lot of excitement amongst our own membership because that's what we've spoken about. But I've even seen people commenting on our posts, you know, they, other gyms and other athletes from around are also excited about that. So I think that's cool. And then the other um, obvious one is that we've added a team division. Yeah. So we've had a couple practice runs at running a team competition with our own uh, teen athletes. You know, our kids program is huge yeah um and so now we're ready to take on adding a teen element to the beat down and i'm really excited for that yeah that they're gonna compete individually yes um just easier to manage this way and etc cetera, etc cetera. so yeah. yeah i'm pumped about that yeah that'll be super cool mm-hmm. i am pumped for that i'm i think i'm excited for the teens because when we've done it in house before like we've got a good turnout in terms of like parent and family support but I'm excited for other people to see what the teens can do because mm-hmm. they are pretty spectacular. Yeah. Well, yeah. even just in our teen classes, some oh, of them are outworking our adult athletes. Yeah. So it would be, yeah, that's, it's going to be awesome to watch. Yeah. It's going to be really cool to watch just everything in general. And I think I'm excited too about the beginner um, option that we have this year simply because it's making it so much more accessible to people. Yeah, which Just like the Open did too this year, right? And that has always been our premise of the throwdown right from the very beginning was mm-hmm. is trying to make it as easily accessible for everyone so that mm-hmm. more people can participate mm-hmm. and be drawn to it. Um, you know, like everyone loves, and I was just saying this on a meeting yesterday with some colleagues, but everyone loves watching the RX athletes. Cause like, who doesn't love watching a big lift or muscle ups or things like that. But like, it's, it's really not about that division. It's the beginner one that mm-hmm. brings all the spectators and all the mm-hmm. excitement and everything. So like, I'm, I'm pumped that it's going to become even more easily accessible for people to participate. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. There's going to be some great moments that come out of those workouts. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you were mentioning when you started running this competition, you had took past experiences of your own 
and made sure like the things you didn't like weren't part of your competition and things you liked were part. Do you have any like examples of things that you knew weren't right for your competition or were needed to be included because it was a great experience? Um, so first off, like having our athlete briefing at the beginning of the day each day is super crucial, I find, mm -hmm. because as the organizer of the event, it allows me to establish sort of expectations amongst the athletes. Like for example, again, something else I was just conversing with is like the athletes yelling at the judges and like, maybe that's just my referee background coming out. And I mean, I've been known, I've done it too as an athlete, you, you get caught up in the adrenaline, but just setting that expectation of like the second you yell at my judge, like nobody's listening to you and you're done. Like I'll kick you out. I have no problem doing that. Yeah. Um, I am the only one you can talk to and chances are I'm too busy to listen to you anyway. Yeah. So that's like probably one of the big things is that athlete briefing at the beginning and that way everyone has like the same information and everyone knows what's expected in terms of standards and movement and range of motion and the flow of the workout. Like there's no questions when you step onto the floor. And if there is, it's like one, one off question. Yeah. Um, timeline is obvious one. And that's probably what we're known the best for is yes. how well, and how well executed our competition has ran to the second. Like there's been years where, we, where we've even been ahead of schedule and we still just waited it out to yeah. make sure that we were on time. Um, I think that's my favorite part. <laughs> but it's important, right? It like is, yeah. if you send out an athlete heat schedule and your heat is supposed to go at 2.30 and you show up at two o'clock to warm up or whatever and they're like three heats behind, it's, it's just, it's almost like disrespectful. Yes. Um, yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. And just... I know things happen, you know, mm -hmm. like there was one year we had a fire and <laughs> oh, yeah. one yeah. year um, I couldn't get the clock to work, like yeah. just things like that. Like there are things that come up, but I think we're just so well at adapting that we always find ways to work around it and stay on track. Yeah. Our volunteers are great and make sure that we stay on track, et cetera, et cetera. And again, too, that's just setting expectations that like, this is what we're known for. This is something that's super important to us. We are going to make this our thing year after year and we've been successful at it now for five years and that's always something you talk about during the volunteer meeting before the night before, like yeah. this is what we do and we run uh like on time all the time like we sync our watches oh, the yeah, morning like, of. like it's it's pretty we take that very seriously and our volunteers are awesome and they understand that yeah yeah um and i think the last one is more about the warm-up area it's just like you do need, you don't need everything, but you do need the basic essentials mm -hmm. and you need enough of it, you know, mm -hmm. especially if you're going to have 200 athletes around there, like you can't have one rower. Yeah. Um, so I've definitely, that has been a learned process and it's also a space limitation thing too. And again, too, that's learning about that also. And so each year I think we get a little bit better just at managing the athlete area and the equipment, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, you know, you, you do need certain things and, making sure that we can provide our athletes with what they need mm -hmm. is important to me. Mm -hmm. And I, this one just popped up as a, this next to the time schedule, clean bathrooms. Uh, yeah. Those are our top two feedback remarks we get every year is just how clean cleanliness our um, services are and the timelines. And so yeah. that's super important also is like, there's how many people passing through your bathrooms and yeah, we have porta potties too, even the porta potties are clean, yeah. right? Like, oh yeah, yeah. And it's just we want to make sure that people are comfortable and people are taken care of. And the best part is, 
is our kids clean the bathrooms. Yeah, our kids are volunteering and they're, they like take pride in it. Oh yeah. yeah, and like they get a checklist and they like- They execute it like every half an hour. Yeah, it's, and yeah, it's spectacular. And yeah. my, actually in kind of regards to that, my favorite part is, you know, I'll be out on the floor running the event and some athlete will walk up to me or even if it's like before their heat's about to go and they're like, I just got to tell you, like, those kids are awesome. They yeah. are doing an amazing job. And they just, like, make so many positive comments. And you just, you hear all that all weekend. And you just can't help but beam with pride. Oh, for sure. And just in general about the volunteers. But that's a whole other conversation. But just yeah. specifically about those kids cleaning the bathrooms. Because seriously, like, that's a shitty job. No pun intended. For sure. But they love it. Yeah. And I think because we make such a big deal of how important it is. And yeah. how we're known for, like, keeping things clean like they take that on very seriously yeah, and i love it big sense of pride absolutely yeah. um i think in a, since we're talking about volunteers i remember i don't know if it was the last time we did the throwdown or the year before but i remember one time i was judging and i was doing out my scorecard blah 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 signing it handing it doing my judging things and turned around and all of a sudden the floor had been transformed mm -hmm. like in the blink of an eye and i don't remember when or where the volunteers came in and swooped and took equipment and changed it out, but they are stellar. And I think, so I think that's probably one of the most underestimated pieces of executing a competition. Yeah. You know, it's like, you'll gather, Hey, I need volunteers for equipment. And then you just kind of like leave it as that and let them figure it out. But not no, us. No. Like we actually have structure and a plan, like, we have team leaders and the team leaders organize their volunteer. And so if there are 16 bars out on the floor, every single person knows which bar they're grabbing, who's grabbing the clips, who's grabbing one plate, who's grabbing the other plate, et cetera, et cetera. And, and like, that's how that can happen that quickly. Yeah. So that as soon as, and they know what every, like, it's like almost like a symphony almost it like is. everybody yeah. knows what part they play and it's, it just kind of like flows. So like, these people are taking the equipment off. And at the same time, there are other people that are bringing the equipment onto the floor. And it's, it's some, some of these years that have gone by, I've just stood there and like the first couple of years I was jumping in and getting in the way yeah. and trying to help because I yeah. thought that they wanted my help. But as the years went on, they would you're turn around and yell at me, like, get out of here. We got this, like you're screwing this up for us. And so I, I would end up just standing there watching the symphony play out yeah. and again too another like moment you can't just stand, help but stand there and just beam with pride at like this job that these people are doing well and like they take on and again it goes back to the bathrooms like they care like they care that this runs smoothly and things are in the right spot and things are lined up and and all yeah and the presentation yeah, like they, how they it looks it. on the floor like yeah. this bar needs to be centered in this thing and yeah. the chalk buckets go here yeah. and yeah. the kids are sweeping up the chalk in between yeah. each event yeah no, it's, they get it the whole synchronicity of it is just unreal sometimes when you, you stop and you just think about it I think when we're preparing for the event and we're making this plan, like it just, it doesn't seem, you don't get to see the, or maybe you don't realize just how extravagant it is. Cause it's just a bunch of words on paper, you know, like mm -hmm. this person's grabbing 45 pound plate. Like that's what you're literally writing yes. down. And it just doesn't mean anything until you watch it play out. And again, too, like that volunteer meeting the night before they're practicing, like yeah. They take a barbell out and they work through it so that they know, okay, this go. is yeah. going here and I'm going to take it through the rig this way and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. 
Yeah, it's super cool. And it's super cool. Like year after year, we get those same staple volunteers yep. who have this role that they expect to get and we expect to give them. And it's just <laughs> like this unspoken, like I'm volunteering. They already know what they're doing, yeah. which is really cool. They could probably rate the plan themselves. They probably now. <laughs> could and possibly even do a better because I'm sure they make their own little adjustments on their end as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. What is, I, I love our, like yeah. an event like this obviously cannot be run without volunteers. Yes. So first and foremost, they are the most important component of the entire weekend. And, you know, and I make sure that I treat them with the most up, with the utmost respect, right? Like mm -hmm. I will feed you, I will clothe you, I will water you, I will keep you coffee, coffee, yeah. I like whatever you need from me, you just tell me because yeah. my lifeline depends on you. Yes. And I, you know, so many years after year, at the end, after it's all over and you gather everyone around, like I literally am speechless and I end up just crying because I, I don't even have words. Like it's yeah. just this blast of emotion of how thankful I am for these 35, 40 people that gave me their entire weekend, yeah. you know? Yeah. What are, what's your favorite part about organizing? I love the programming, but that's just me. <laughs> I love creating those tests that like, you know, and you're purposely setting them up for people to have those, just those moments, you know, like, you know, we've done a few ladders, for example, yeah. where you just know that somebody in the beginner category is going to hit this bar and like, yeah, they don't think they can do it. And all of a sudden, you know, they're running up to their partner and yeah. grabbing each other, hugging each other and shouting with excitement. And like you're setting this workout up to have those moments because yeah, I'm trying to test your fitness and do all this stuff. But like, I also am trying to create moments for you. Yes. You know? Well, and that, but also for the spectators, yeah, we and talk about this a lot yeah. when we're programming it, the like, outline of the floor, what does it look yeah. like for somebody to watch this? Like, is yeah. it going to be the most boring, slow thing? Like, that and, experience too. and I think that's a lot of like my regionals experience comes into play there and just like understanding how you know CrossFit HQ would put together an event like mm -hmm. that because that's what they're you know it's they're trying to professionalize the sport mm -hmm. get spectators to watch so mm -hmm. like how this bar progresses down the floor to create excitement between this line of 10 competitors you know there's a lot that goes into it and I mean we'll sit down on the kitchen floor there and we've got our big, huge whiteboard and, and everything. And we plan it out that way. We draw it out so that we know that, okay, this bar is going to go here. This is how they progress. Like, this is how we show who's leading in that heat. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of different dynamic pieces to it. And I love that. Like, I just, I, I love that. If I can show like, here's the start line and the finish line, and this is what happens in between. And here are these moments to set you up to triumph or mm -hmm. fail. Right. Mm -hmm. Because everybody loves that good story of struggle, yeah. you know? So there's different like checkpoints along the way. And then, you know, I hit three, two, one, go. And I'm watching, it's always nerve wracking watching the first heat do it. And all of a sudden it plays out exactly like we had pictured. And you're like, this is awesome. Yeah. And then you just fall into the flow of it. And it's, it's just so cool. I love programming. That's my favorite. Part. And like, it's a long process. Cause I think the last year we had it we programmed like twice like we programmed no we did it like three times we, yeah, we wrote it three, three times. times and i don't think anything from the beginning even made no. it to the end no and that's okay you know we had to try some workouts out to make sure yeah. that 
it got the right feeling that we were going for. The oh, loads were yeah. appropriate for what we were trying to accomplish. And that again, to the progression of how the workout went, I know there was some things where we're like, no, we have this at the end, but we should really put this at the beginning and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I, I love yeah, this, the secret fun. events that we threw in there are the secret components of a yeah. couple of events. Like we made the walls the one year, the yeah. wall, all that was so cool. Yeah. And all the hype surrounding that. Yeah. that was. And good. even there's been times where we've secretly tested like parts of a workout, like in a Saturday class, just to see yeah. like, what is that going to look like? Or is that going to elicit the effect that we want it to? And that's always kind of yeah. fun. And that's a pro tip, you know, for our members that are going to be competing is Usually Taryn's <laughs> weekend terror. If that shows up, generally we're, we're you guys are our guinea pigs. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not the full workout, but pieces yeah. of it for sure are appearing so there. Study up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pay attention. Um, what is your least favorite thing about preparing for the competition? The people management. I, I don't do well with the volunteer organization. Mm. That's why you're, that's yours. That's <laughs> people management. Well, you're good at uh, putting people in the right places. You understand people's strengths and their weaknesses and can put them in their appropriate places. You understand how to give them directions and make sure that all of our, our bases are covered for whatever role and task they're given, right? And that's important the de because there's so much detail mm -hmm. in that. Mm -hmm. My detail looks like, am I gonna use this bar, what bar, this rower, this bike, is it gonna go here? You know, it's a little bit different. Which I think so. is, is really cool, like when we go to do things together, like even the programming, like you'll plan something and I'll be like, well, what about this? Or what happens here? Or like, are you expecting this standard or that standard? Like I'm always the one with all the <laughs> questions, like what happens now? Or what if this happens? And I think that makes us like a good team when we go to plan something big like that, because I do have that fine tooth comb attention to detail kind of thing. And that's why the bathrooms are so clean as they are because you can put the right people and put the right importance on <laughs> those people. I find kids and tell them how I know how to talk to kids. <laughs> the fear of God. Seven minutes of burpees if these aren't clean. Um, I don't enjoy the judging stuff either. Um, yeah, right. But that's because you love coaching and you yes. love the points of performance and like yeah. teaching that to other people. Yeah. I. That's just not a place that I want to be in. I don't, which is so weird because I'm a referee, but like, I, I think yeah. it's different. Yeah. I, that's just probably my least favorite. You thing. like the overseeing and watching yeah. things unfold. Here is my idea. Now you guys go make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> I feel like that's like when people would send the Mr. Burns yeah. finger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's interesting. And it's nice that like, we have that dynamic between the two of us amongst our members and our volunteers and all of that stuff to make that come mm -hmm. to fruition. Um, I think another big highlight is the DJ that has been yeah. showing up. That's so my buddy, really Brett, cool. he came out to my birthday workout. So if he came to my birthday workout, hopefully he's here again. He'll be here for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's yeah. my birthday weekend. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, and we are, hopefully we have a good photographer too. We've got a few people, you know, I'm chatting with nothing confirmed just yet, but we have some really great pictures in the past and that's yes. always important too. You know, people yeah. like that keepsake part of it that they get to see photos of themselves working out. You know that mm -hmm. I keep all my photos from my competition yeah. days and everything too. Like they mean a lot, you know? So yep. that part's really important to me. 
I think one part you do really well is the social media th side of things during yeah. the competition. I know that's hard because there's a lot to be overseeing during it, but I think that is also huge. Mm -hmm. um, people getting to watch from the outside and whatnot. Yeah, like just hype, right? Like yeah. there's so many great things, moments, right? Yeah. Creating moments that happen or can happen and being able to share that not only with the other competitors, right? Because it could be people standing on the floor next to the, mm -hmm. the moment that's happening and they mm -hmm. may not even know, mm -hmm. right? So being able to share that with all of the competitors, the volunteers too, right? Like yeah. they get to experience it, but then they want to celebrate it too. Yeah. And then all of those people that don't necessarily get to be here in person, mm -hmm. you know, they all have gym families at, at yeah. their hometown and stuff like that that they want to share it with. So sure. like, again, too, it's just like any good sport. You know, something amazing happens and everybody wants to see the highlights. So yeah, good little story of struggle that turns into something awesome on the other end. Do you have like top five most memorable throw down moments? Yeah. Okay, let's go. <laughs> um, In no particular order. Okay, no particular order. My favorite workout that actually made its 2.0 oh, rendition yeah. last year. So it was like a bleeding lungs. Yeah, bleeding lungs. So the because I the did first it the partner, first time when I competed. First partner had to do a thirty-five fifty cal bike in three minutes or less, or is it five minutes or less? Five. This minutes, year it was four, wasn't it? I can't remember. And then no, I think it was. It was five. like a one-minute transition, and then the other partner did a five hundred meter max row. No, both partners had to do it. Oh, in is that it both? time frame? Yeah. And then Trust me, one minute <laughs> transition. And in the first year we did shuttle runs or sled pulls, shuttle backwards sled pulls no, was the was, first year. No, it was shuttle runs. Okay, shuttle runs. Because my team came in second in the shuttle runs. And, like, oh I just, the carnage that, like oh, I remember yeah. writing that the first year and being like, oh, this is good. And then I tested it a couple times in Perrin's Weekend Terror on a Saturday and just like watching it play out and I'm like, this is going to be exactly what I want it to be. So this is like pure anaerobic testing where then I'm going to put you through another hard test. And so now I'm not only testing your physical capabilities, but now I'm going to test your mental tenacity to deal with being uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. And then you get to the last part and it's like, I want to know how hard you're willing to push when your legs basically cannot function. Like, you're surviving on will and will alone. And you just watch the, the shambles that ensue through that. And that's probably been one of my favorite workouts I've ever programmed just because it did exactly what I wanted it to on so many different levels. And I know that our competitors that have come and they've like, when I announced that workout again, just the comments, everybody yeah. was like, no way. Like I'm quitting. I'm not coming. Like, it's been like one of the most memorable events say, that people have ever done. I was going to say, you creating memories. I can shut my eyes and see <laughs> me doing that whole workout. Like, yeah. Like. I love that one. And like, and it just, again, too, like something as simple as watching somebody do 30 cal on a bike, like it seems boring, but it's the intensity and the desire that they're working at. And it just like captivates you as being somebody in the crowd. Mm -hmm. You get so pulled into that and like, you don't know where they are until that judge puts up their hand and, yeah. and they've got five fingers up and then four and then, and like everyone just gets louder because you and their partners are basically on top of them trying to help them finish. And, and then it finishes and everyone just like 
falls off the bike or my favorite is they would fall off the rower and their feet are still buckled in the things and their legs are like mangled over the side because they, they can't even like pull their feet out of the yeah. rower and then they got a minute to get up and go and run oh, some right. shuttles yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I probably sound like a bad person sitting here laughing but like seriously that was that was probably my favorite event ever um I was happy to be on the other side of it the second time <laughs> it came around very happy. Um, some of my other favorite moments have been in the ladders. So we did mm -hmm. a double under thruster ladder once, I think. And um, a lady named Dawn, who used to come to the gym, uh, an older lady, I would say, you know, she got up to the 85 pound bar. I don't know if it was the first bar or a couple bars in and had never cleaned it. And obviously had never thrusted it, had never put that amount of weight over her head. And she tried and tried and tried and like had one attempt left. And the entire building was just like yeah. swarming on her and the loudness of the cheering and all oh, like even just talking about it just like brings goosebumps. I, and she hit it and I just like grabbed her and I'm yeah. not a hugger, but like, oh man, it just like, I can feel it right now. Like it, yeah. I was so hyped up in that moment for her because like, just watching her work at it so hard and then she got it and the whole building just erupted. Oh, yeah. oh that was such a great moment. I use that picture so many yes. times because that's like a top five picture for me. Dude, my voice is getting a little oh, wavered here. <laughs> okay. What else? Um, like obviously the volunteers are a top moment, but I already said that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think another moment was actually a current member of ours still. She was doing the throwdown for her first time and her dad came to watch her. Uh, yes. And just from a, you know, a, maybe a family situation where doesn't get to watch her do a lot of things like this and, you know, doesn't really know much about her whole gym journey and like the things that she does when she's in here. And uh, so just, Again, too, she was in, I think it was that exact same workout and had a really triumphant moment and everybody was cheering her on at the end. And, you know, she was the last person working and everyone, all the athletes surrounded her, the building was surrounding her, like, and she hit this huge lift and her dad came up to me after it was over, you know, he was giving her some space to mm -hmm. calm down or whatever. And he had tears in his eyes and like, and I know this man, you know, somebody from my past, he came up to me with tears in his eyes and he's just like, thank you. And I said, like, for what? Like, he's like, for doing something like this and allowing her to be a part of it. Like, I have, I have ne never been as proud of her as I am right now. And I was, dude. <laughs> I know, me too. Because I remember that. It was such a powerful moment. And like, so to set that up for somebody, you know, like that who needs, legitimately needs a moment like that for so many different reasons. Yeah, that was... And like he turned around and he walked away from me. And I remember just standing there being like, wow, like yeah. that's a heavy comment. And yeah. And so again, to you, you step away from that and you see this like thing that's happening in front of you. And it's actually so much bigger than you think yes. it is. Uh -huh. So yeah. that was really cool to have a comment like that from, from a spectator. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that was a big one. Sorry. So, you know, there's been so many awesome things um, that have happened over that time. I, I Probably like maybe a, a more like supportive in nature was one guy got injured. And I was, I was just going to say, like he got severely injured and put their team out. Like it happened on the last event of the first day. Yeah. There was some burpee box jumps on tall jumps and he blew his ACL. And, you know, it was 
partner couldn't continue on and whatever. So he came back the next day and he was going to complete the whole day by himself. Like he just wanted to work out. He wanted to be a part of it. Didn't yeah. want to concede or whatever. Yeah. And Mark yeah. who was judging, you know, had an off round when like he was resting or not resting, yeah. but like it wasn't his, his turn to his judge. Turn yeah. to judge. No. So he was just spectating and this guy's pulling sleds and carrying sandbags and stuff. I forget what the workout was. And Mark just popped in and he's like, all right, let's go. I'm your partner. And so here you have a judge working out with some random guy from a different yep. gym somewhere else because he knew that his partner was hurt. And so the two of them, you know, cause that would have been a shitty workout by himself. Yep. And so I, yeah. And then I'm I mean, pretty sure Mark went home, grabbed some shorts and a and different he, shirt and came back and finished. And he finished the whole the day, day with this guy. Yeah. yeah. That was really cool. I remember that one. That was a good one too. You know, Mark's a, Mark's a stand up guy, but I know that, anyone in our um volunteer panel would have done the exact same thing and you know mark just got there first really is what happened and so again a testament to the character of the people that are a part of this event on all aspects and that is just something totally totally amazing yeah yeah i remember that one too i was just really proud but hey obviously yeah (laughs) (laughs) can you think of anything else that stands out um, this one stands out just again to speak volumes to the volunteers but like it takes us an entire day like we usually cancel all the classes on the Friday right Friday, before yeah. and we start 8 a.m that Friday morning putting the gym together organizing everything well, it kind getting of starts Thursday night. actually yeah Thursday night as out. soon as the class is done right so we start prepping the gym it takes that entire day and a little bit more and in a matter of, of like two hours after the event is done all the equipment is back everything is where it's supposed to be the gym is cleaned and mopped and pristine and every year everyone leaves and I just turn the lights out and I sit down on the floor and I just like look around and you're like, what just happened? You know, like I don't even have a part in putting yeah. stuff away because it all happens so quickly and you yeah. just sit there and you're like, this hurricane just went through here. And yeah. And like, again, too, just like so thankful for the, the work that the people put in on and like, they're just selflessly giving me their time, yeah. you know? And I remember one year there was a guy from Esterhazy um, who now owns the gym in Esterhazy came up to me after the event was over. And I mean, they were competing and he said, Hey, what can I do to help? And he jumped in right alongside all of our volunteers and our own members and athletes and started putting stuff back. Like, that's cool. Like you're from another gym and you care enough about, you know, our our little CrossFit community to give your time to, to help us clean up. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. And just like watching that whole takedown process and everything else that's happening around that, you know, you've got the little gym communities of their own. They're all against the graffiti wall, taking pictures, pictures and, yeah. and group pictures and everyone like with their, their prizes. And, and yeah. And like, that stuff. it's just, it's yeah, like, it's cool. I'm all hyped up. Like people wonder, like people outsiders say like, Oh, it's like a cult or whatever. But like, how do no. you not talk about something so awesome such as this like when you're watching all of this happen you know yeah Yeah. i don't care it's fantastic to be a part of i'm so i'm excited like i really missed it it not having it last year i was super bummed yeah but 
What are you excited about? Because this is the first time doing it in this building. What are, do you have any like exciting, anything you're excited about now that we're in this building? Anything like that? Um, or haven't got there Well, yet. we have access to all kinds of new things like the nature trail, yeah. right? So that opens up a bunch of possibilities. No more running down gravel with semis running by you. So yeah, um, that would be like the first most obvious. So just throwing that out there. Um, I like that we have a paved parking lot out front that can be useful yeah. too. Uh, I think just some of the organizational things that we've spoken about in terms of where athlete places are going to be and vendors and sponsors and stuff like that, just the outlay of of it is going to look a little bit different mm -hmm. and obviously just like learning on mistakes that we've or not mistakes, but like making just improvements to yeah. some of the things that we've done in the past. Like again, just learning. Right. And each year it gets so much better just because we continuously challenge ourselves. Like how can we improve on what we did last year? Yeah. And I know that usually after we finish, we take a couple days just to step away from it all. But then later that week, we're always like, okay, here's what went well. This is what I would, yeah, yeah, this is what I would change. And then we kind of, you know, archive that. And then we come back to it once, you know, May, June rolls around and it's time to start planning for that. So I'm excited about some of the improvements, you know, that we've got in store this year. Yeah. And as always like, if you thought workouts were tough before, like they always get better. So bleeding lungs, three points. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? God, no. Cool. Yeah. When does registration open? Um, June 21st. We'll let everybody have at it. Our little member, our little members, our members will get um, early access to it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm excited to see how many teens we get. I already know there's like a pile cromping out or chomping at the bit to yeah to get their registration in so it's it's going to be a pretty fantastic weekend so september 25 26 mark that off come prepared to do some birthday burpees <laughs> yeah yeah and uh mark your put an alarm in your phone for june 21st to make sure you're watching all our socials for the registration link to be posted and if you're a crossfit function member that'll be up in the private group sometime before that you guys will get first dibs at the spots. Perfect. Yeah. I'm excited now. Broadway Beatdown, sixth year. Cool. So if you're listening to this podcast and you feel like sponsoring this event is something that you would align with, we definitely would appreciate if you could reach out to us. We have different package op options that you know might best suit what you're looking for. If you're a vendor, we want to hear from you. Um, and then if you're an athlete, as we said, June 21st, mark it off and September 25, 26 for the actual event, make sure that you're following our socials because that is where all the information will be released. So our Facebook page, CrossFit Function, you can follow our Twitter at, at, got, uh, at got Function. And then on our Instagram is CFF, uh, CF Function. Um, that's where all our information is always continuously posted. So you'll find the registration link there on June 21st morning. Other than that, if you have any questions, reach out. Happy to talk about the Broadway beatdown. I can geek out about this stuff. I find I say that a lot. You just <laughs> I just love this stuff. This is so fun. It is fun. All right, episode 47, Broadway beatdown. Thanks for listening, guys.